Welcome to our daily devotional. My name is Connor Peters. I am the student and family ministry director here at Church of the Palms, and we're so grateful that you've decided to join us today. As we jump into our devotional today, we're going to be reading from a passage in Genesis about the life of Joseph. But before we jump into the details and read through this passage, I want to share what has happened in Joseph's life up to this point, in case we are not familiar, or at the least, so that we're caught up. Joseph's brothers did not like him. He was their dad's favorite, and he would often share dreams about what God had been showing him and telling him, and this really frustrated his brothers. And so his brothers actually faked his death and sold him into slavery. And while in slavery, he became a slave for an Egyptian officer named Potiphar. Potiphar greatly appreciated Joseph and the work that he was doing and quickly became his favorite. Except, unfortunately, uh, his wife, Potiphar's wife, tried to seduce Joseph. And Joseph said no, trying to be an honorable man and honor Potiphar and do what was right because she is married to his boss. But the wife of this officer ends up telling her husband, Potiphar, that Joseph tried to come on to her and only ran away after she began screaming. And so Joseph is put in prison. And while in prison, he becomes the favorite again, this time with the warden. He's put in charge of the entire prison. And this is where we pick up our scripture passage today, which is coming from Genesis chapter 40, beginning with the first verse. Sometime after this, the cupbearer of the king of Egypt and his baker offended the Lord, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, and he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, in the prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard charged Joseph with them, and he waited on them, and they continued for some time in custody. And one night they both dreamed, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, each his own dream, and each dream with its own meaning. And when Joseph came to them in the morning, he saw that they were troubled. So he asked Pharaoh's officers, who were with him in custody in his master's house, Why are your faces downcast today? They said to him, We have had dreams, and there is no one to interpret them. Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Please tell them to me. So the chief cupbearer told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream there was a vine before me, and on the vine there were three branches. As soon as it budded, its blossoms came out, and the clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. And then Joseph said to him, This is its interpretation. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will, li- Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office, and you shall place Pharaoh's cup in his hand, just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But remember me when it is well with you. Please do me the kindness to make mention of me to Pharaoh, and so get me out of this place. For in fact, I was stolen out of the land of the Hebrews, and here also I have done nothing that they should have put me into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was favorable, he said to Joseph, I also had a dream. There were three cake baskets on my head, and in the uppermost basket there were all sorts of baked food for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating it out of the basket on my head. And Joseph answered, This is its interpretation. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from you and hang you on a pole, and the birds will eat the flesh from you. 
And on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all his servants and lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his cupbearing and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But the chief baker he hanged, just as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word and the guidance that it is to our life today. May you walk with us today and may your presence be known in our lives through the power of your Holy Spirit. It is in Christ's name we pray. Amen. The cupbearer forgot Joseph. Joseph can't win for losing. And if we continue reading, it was another two years of Joseph being in prison before the cupbearer remembers Joseph. And Joseph is brought out of jail, becomes favored by Pharaoh, and is put in charge of all of Egypt, only reporting to Pharaoh. And he eventually even reunites with his brothers, and he chooses to express grace and forgiveness to them. I encourage you to continue reading this story because uh, it's incredibly powerful, I think. And as I read this story, for me, Romans 8.28 comes to mind, and I would like to read that to us as well today. Romans 8.28 says, We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. I think often this verse is used to defend the idea that everything happens for a reason or that good things come to those who follow God. That isn't exactly what the scripture is referring to here or what the scripture is saying. Joseph loved God and followed God's direction, interpreting dreams, and the people around Joseph quickly favored him and they gave him additional responsibility as a leader and he would rise in the ranks. But negative things continued to occur in Joseph's life. First slavery, and then separation from his family, and then jail for far too long for something that he didn't even do. See, our faith doesn't exempt us from experiencing these negative situations or these lows or these losses in our lives. Scripture doesn't tell us that, and clearly, by the way that Jesus died, that idea didn't apply to God either. What we do see in the story of Joseph is Joseph continuing to follow God, lean into the gifts that God has given him. See, God had this beautiful plan for Joseph's life, and God didn't need these negative things to occur for God's plan to come to fruition. But God's plan was also not deterred in the face of them either. God has a beautiful plan for our lives. And sometimes without explanation or for no reason at all, bad things happen. And when they do, we can trust and know that God is present with us in the same way that God walked with Joseph through all of those different spaces. We can trust that God is still speaking and active and that good will come if we lean into God's presence and seek out God's will in these different spaces and in these different situations in life. So today, whether we are in a high or low, or surrounded with love, or feel like giving up, we can know that God has not left us. God has not left you. And when we choose to seek God, we can trust that God's work will bring goodness. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today and the meaning that it is to our lives today. 
We thank you for being a God that is always present with us, that continues to walk with us and to guide us through the power of your Holy Spirit so that we may be encouraged and find strength and find peace and know that as life handles us difficult moments and difficult situations, that you are still present and at work. We thank you for that. It is in Christ's name we pray. Amen.